Welcome everyone, I am Michael, your host for Depaganizing the Gospels. In this episode, I will be discussing the depaganization of Matthew, chapters 11 and 12. Beginning with chapter 12, the first note is about an omission in verse 5, which now reads, The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, and the good news of repentance and the kingdom of heaven is preached to the poor. Matthew's testimony does not describe any event of raising the dead up to this point in the story. It is an obvious inappropriate anachronism and an obvious fraud. The only description of this event in this testimony appears with Christ's resurrection that has not yet happened. The Gospel according to John is the only one of the testimonies that presents the details of raising Lazarus from the dead, but the depaganization of that text will show that it is also fraudulent. I am not denying that Christ had the ability to heal, because those abilities are supported by information appearing in the book of Enoch as the powers God gave to the archangels. I am pointing out here that the pagans and heretics who editorialized the testimonies copied and plagiarized information from one testimony into another in fraudulent and obviously erroneous ways that can be identified as curses upon the text. The purpose of these plagiarized details was to portray Christ as having the power of sorcery or necromancy, and these were the sorts of things that inspired pagans and heretics. I refer the audience to consider the popularity of the Harry Potter series, which is a story about a savior character who has the powers of magic and sorcery. It is also supported by paganism. The next note is about another mission from verse 14. The text previously used the term born of woman in reference to John the Baptist, who truly was Elijah returned to the earth in the flesh. The appearance of this phrase in the text is proof that someone among the heretics who editorialized the testimonies had read the book of Enoch because this phrase originates in that text as son of woman. The meaning of the phrase has been excluded from the teachings of pagans and heretics because it actually references their fraudulent ideology. This phrase implied an illegitimate child and referred to the abominations of offspring to the, of the fallen angels known as Nephilim. Son of man is the opposite to son of woman. Jesus was the Christ, a son of man, and Satan is the Antichrist, son of God. A child born on earth without a human father is son of woman. Also, the corrections show that Jesus revealed the true identity of John the Baptist to have been Elijah, who returned to earth as fulfillment of the prophecies about the Messiah's arrival. John the Baptist was not born to Elizabeth, as fraudulently appears in Luke's testimony. He was Elijah, returned to the earth, the same as God returned Enoch. The next note is further proof that Jesus and his disciples knew the book of Enoch. Verse 19 says, The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, but wisdom is proved right by her actions. Jesus knew the book of Enoch by referring to Enoch's parable of wisdom. Biblical scholars have ignored this reference because they refuse to accept the truth in the book of Enoch. The pagan heretics who rejected the book of Enoch have cursed the Holy Bible by denying the truth of Almighty God's ability to give the gift of everlasting life to any man. Enoch, Elijah, and Jesus all received this gift, and they live forever in God's Holy Spirit. The next note is about an omission of verse 27. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. The pagan editors included these lines that blasphemously suggested Jesus claimed to be the Son of God. The evidence of this pagan antichrist curse in the New Testament appears throughout the entire text, and all of these occurrences will be removed in this process of depaganization as directed by the Holy Spirit. Jesus was the Christ, the Anointed One, and this is not synonymous with Son of God. 
Heretics will claim otherwise, but that fraud is what makes them heretics. The original Greek meaning of the word Christ is that it means anointed or divinely chosen. It does not mean born of a virgin and son of God. This next note is another omission of paganized fraud in chapter 12, verses 6 through 8. This is the infamous Lord of Sabbath passage. The passage has been omitted in the depaganized version because it is actually a satanic heresy and a curse fraudulently insinuated that Jesus exalted himself. The passage was a blasphemy and an example of pagan editorialization that appears in all three of the synoptic testimonies. The lines are an example of fraud because Jesus would not have exalted himself. Intentional contradictions are the evidence of pagan heresies that had the intent to curse the testimonies with examples of Jesus exalting himself when this was not the truth. One greater than the temple was a curse upon the text now removed. Additionally, the Son of Man is not Lord of the Sabbath because this says that a man has become God, which is a pagan curse also. Fraudulently editing this statement into the other testimonies did not make it a true statement of Jesus Christ, but it cursed the text with a fraud, and it has been removed. The next note is about a reference to a prophecy in Isaiah. While it will be proven in this series that many of the references to prophecy in the testimonies were fraudulently quoted or misquoted repeatedly throughout all the texts, the passage in verses 18 through 23 is an example of relevant prophecy. Here is my servant whom I have chosen, the one I love and whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or cry out. No one will hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out, till he leads justice to victory. In his name the nations will put their hope. This is Isaiah chapter 42, verses 1-4. through 4. It is one of the few contextually accurate and applicable references made by the original author of this testimony. The next boat is about verse 23, which now reads, All the people who were astonished and said, Could this be the son of David? Astonished by the healings by, of Christ's faith in God, people proclaimed that these events of miracles were signs from God that Jesus was the Messiah and true heir to the throne of David. Son of David is a respectful phrase, unlike son of God, which was an insult. Pagans did not know the difference. The next note is about omitting another phrase for Satan in verse 24. The Prince of Demons is an example of praise words for Satan that have been editorialized into the text by pagans and heretics who curse this text with fraud throughout. Pagans have the desire to make this text a grimoire, a book of spells, by cursing it with the inclusion of praise words for Satan. The curse has been removed. The next note is about verse 36. But I tell you that men will have to give account on the day of judgment for every careless word they have spoken. A reference to the book of Enoch again that Jesus Christ and his disciples knew, but very few Christians today have ever heard of it or even read it. While the term Judgment Day does not appear in the Holy Bible, the phrase Day of Judgment means the same. Jesus and his disciples knew the prophecies of Enoch, who was God's first prophet and foretold of Judgment Day. The next note is about verse 41. The clause, and now one greater than Jonah is here, has been omitted and the depaganized version of Matthew's testimony, Jesus did not exalt himself in any way, and that text suggested that he did. It has been removed in the depaganization effort. Pagans and heretics added these fraudulent details of Christ exalting himself in order to discredit the testimonies and cause confusion. While it might seem to be truthful because we can reasonably regard Jesus as being greater prophet than Jonah, 
it is still a violation of the principle that Christ could not exalt himself. Any passage that infers in the slightest that Jesus exalting himself is fraudulent and contradictory of his own words. Pagans intentionally created this in the text to discredit the message of Jesus Christ, and heretics have never identified it as a fraud because they also created these insinuations. Jesus did not exalt himself. Not ever. Verse 42 contains another fraudulent attempt to portray Christ as exalting himself. Another example of fraudulent pagan editing that has Jesus exalting himself to be greater than Solomon in contradiction of his own words. The Queen of the South refers to the Queen of Sheba who seduced Solomon, which led to the eventual downfall of his reign. As a prophecy, this passage predicts the rise of Iran in today's conflict with Israel, which will be the condemnation of the Jewish state who murdered innocent people in an unjust war of oppression and hatred. Israel's seduction into conflict will be its condemnation. The next note was mentioned previously, but it is worth stating once again. Jesus did not send demons into pigs, and he clearly says where they go. In verse 43, when an evil spirit comes out of a man, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. This is the truthful disposition of evil spirits when cast out. They do not go into pigs. The final note is about the passage from verses 46 through 50, which tell about the family of Jesus coming to see him. This incident appears in other testimonies, and it was most likely a true occurrence. However, Jesus loved his family and would have seen them when he was able to do so. He would not have rejected them in complete contradiction of his ministry. Pagans insinuated that he had no care or love for his family, which was proof to them that he was a fraud by teaching love and not having love for his own family. Jesus would have seen his family. He was not some crazy lunatic who rejected his family. No, he loved everyone, especially his family. He would have seen them. It is a lie to insinuate that he would not. All right, well, that is all the time we have for this episode. Be sure to subscribe or follow for notifications of new releases. Thank you for listening. I am Michael.